Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Zen Dependently Minded. If you are a new or returning listener, I truly hope you enjoy this episode. Before we get into the episode, here's a brief word from our sponsor, Anchor, and a disclaimer, of course. The views and opinions expressed by past, present, and future guests of Zen Dependently Minded have not been expressed by me, and they may not be shared by me. The views and opinions that I express on Zen Dependently Minded are, of course, satirical. Come on, guys. If this is a hard concept for you to grasp and you're listening to this episode and you're confused, stop, take a deep breath, and do this thought experiment. If you like what I said, maybe you can assume and you can tell yourself that it's my real opinion. If you don't like what I said, just convince yourself that this is satire, because this podcast is satire. And this is, of course, a character. Nobody would have these real opinions, would they? Anyway, Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the episode. How's it going, guys? It's your boy, Young Lean, new speaker of the house, back at it with another episode of His Independently Minded. This is a special episode for a couple reasons. One, this is the first episode of the new year. It is 2027, and I'm very, very excited to be alive and to be podcasting from the motherland, Russia. Another reason this is an exciting and important episode is because it marks the three-year anniversary since I came out as transgender. So, obviously, I didn't have my sex change until recently, but I was born a female and I became a male. And those of you who know me know this already, but recently I was able to have the actual operation. And this is the three-year anniversary today uh, from when I first came out. No, but actually, though, this is the first year episode of the year. It's exciting. This is the 69th episode, so that's also exciting. Besides that, it's an ordinary episode. But I do have a couple things to get off my chest before we get into the actual topics. Some preview of the topics, though. I'm going to be talking about Zelensky and his meeting with Washington, uh, with, with Joe Biden and Congress, which is, I mean, old bit of news, but... To be honest, it's been a slow couple weeks. There hasn't been much to talk about. Uh, next thing I'm going to talk about is uh, the German court convicting that 97-year-old Nazi woman who was or woman who was a secretary at a uh, SS concentration camp. And if you guys have been listening to this long enough, I actually talked about this. I covered this lady escaping years ago when I first started the episode, or first started the podcast. I'm going to be talking about Kevin McCarthy finally becoming the House Speaker, which was news that broke yesterday, I believe, or two days ago. I'm going to be talking about... No, I'm not going to be talking about the royal family. Fuck, fuck. I might talk about Prince Harry, the cook. Anyway, before I get into those things, though, I am proud to announce that merch is finally, finally, finally going to be here. I'm going to be launching the the merch this week. I had a little bit of a debacle last time. I set up a merch shop through Printify, and I had it going through Etsy. I was really excited about it. I had, I had already trusted the quality of this stuff already because I had sampled it before. I had family that sampled the stuff. Uh, it was really good quality stuff. I still have the, the independently minded hoodies to this day. Um, but then I had an issue with because I'm an idiot, I didn't realize that, <clears throat> sorry, I, I have uh, COVID and I have AIDS. Stay hydrated. 
So I, I, I had, obviously I've talked about how down to the last penny, 100% of the proceeds for this merch merch campaign, which is going to be permanent. It's not just going to be a limited campaign, I don't think. Uh, I'll have to think about it later. But all the proceeds are going to be donated to the Child Mind Institute. I didn't take into account that every time, that if I have to cover production costs, every single time someone purchases something, I'm losing money. If a hoodie costs $30 to be created, I'm selling it for $50, donating $20 to the to the charity, I'm getting, I'm, I'm charged, they're charging me $30 each time the hoodie is produced. I can't afford that. So I ended that, did some more research, found another company, fixed my design because I found out that there was, I realized that there was a, uh, actually I didn't even realize it. A family member realized that there was a misspelling on my fucking merch, which is unbelievable. I had a friend fix it and yeah, I have a, a new, a new site. Everything's working. Everything is hashed out. Uh, it's going to be ready. They have a lot of cool stuff. Of course, the usual like shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, long sleeve shirts. I'm going to have some stickers, magnets. I want to say there's hats, there's coffee mugs. There might even be a tumbler. There's a lot of great stuff. It's high quality stuff. I made it as affordable as possible for you guys. And of course, 100% of the proceeds are going to be donated to the Child Mind Institute. And after I don't know. I'll probably do donations once every month, depending on on how often I'm getting, uh, I'm selling things, and then of course I'm going to be posting the donation receipts without the sensitive information to the internet in case anybody doesn't believe me. So it's exciting stuff. I hope you guys are looking forward to the merch as much as I am because I've been talking about it for a long time. But honestly, after this last school semester ended, I told myself I set myself three goals. I was going to finish my book I was reading, The Grapes of Wrath by uh, John Steinbeck. I was going to finish writing my short story, which I'm getting very close to finishing. And three, I'm going to set up my merch shop. So I'm almost done with all three of those goals. Anyways, all the gay bullshit aside, let's get into the news. So, the New York Times reported that this is an old, old article. Um, and I'm going to kind of jump forward. But so Zelensky met with with Biden and with Congress in Washington a couple weeks ago. Before that, I I knew, of course, he was going to be going there asking for aid. Like any smart leader of any country, you want to go to the big guys, especially if they're your allies, and you want to plead to them for money. And you want to keep asking them for money until until either you you, you reach your goal, which is, of course, pushing out Russia and According to Zelensky, also getting back all the land that was taken, including the land that was annexed, Crimea back in 2014, 2013, whatever. Um, or you just keep getting the money as long as you can. Best case scenario, you have a goal. Worst case scenario, you just keep getting money. Who gives a shit? It can be an endless pit for Joe Biden and his son to allegedly launder their drug money until there is no more money left. And until the United States economy is completely crippled, which it won't be completely crippled because of a, a, a couple billion dollars being donated. But still, there's people dying at home. You, you've heard the spiel. So, of course, Zelensky went. He spoke in front of Congress. Um, a lot of people were... There's this weird thing. Every time there's someone... It's not a weird thing. This is actually a common tactic with people that don't like other people. When they don't like... It's called an ad hominem, I believe. Uh, 
But this is not even an ad hominem uh, fallacy. An ad hominem is a fallacy in which you cannot, in a, in a good faith, you can't you can't form a good faith argument. You can't form a solid argument, and you can't debunk or you can't criticize in a fair way your opponent's argue, uh, your opponent's statements or your opponent's stances. So you decide to attack their character. That's something that I'm sure you guys have seen. It happens every day. Every single person is guilty of it, including myself. Probably I try not to do it. I try to catch myself when I'm tr- when I'm ad hominiming. <laughs> but there's this thing. There's this weird thing with the media that when they when especially the right wing media, uh, the 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 conservatives that want Zelensky's balls cut off and fed to Joe Biden's family. They, they go and they criticize the way that he's dressed. They're like, he's not even wearing a suit. He wore a suit for the World Economic Forum. Honestly, that is the least of my fucking concerns. Who gives a shit what Zelensky's wearing? Nobody cares. Nobody cares what he's fucking wearing. The guy's in the middle of fighting a war. He's in the middle of doing Joe Biden's money laundering dirty work. What, allegedly, what do you expect? Who gives a shit what the fuck he's wearing? Anyway... That was a thing that a lot of people were talking about for a long time, and I was just like, wow, who gives a shit? There's a lot more to criticize the guy about, like the fact that he has, he's made some unrealistic demands of Russia, unrealistic demands of the United States, the rest of the EU. He's fanning the flames of World War III. He has no end goal in sight. He has no realistic end goal in sight. Let's not pick on his outfit. Anyway, Zelensky came away with a deal to get some Patriot missile missiles which are some missile defense systems i don't know much about them but i i heard a lot of the hubbub was that people were saying oh that means you know the, the ukrainians don't know how to use those so that means we're gonna have to put u.s troops on the ground so they can train them but they're probably going to do that in poland probably going to do it in germany they're probably going to do it in any other country <laughs> but not in ukraine and and then ukraine can set them up and they can knock themselves out with it i don't have a problem with this I don't have a problem with, I'm sure Biden asked Zelensky, or he told him, I'm pretty sure there are reports that say that he finally has done this. He said, all right, we're approaching nine months or whatever since the invasion. We're, 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 we're approaching a year since the invasion. What are your goals? How do you plan to reach them? How can I help you reach them so we can get this thing taken care of? Uh, and then, we'll, you know, let's let's go to the negotiation table. And... Obviously, clearly, I mean, we've been giving money like it's nothing, like it's no one's business, like Zelensky is the hottest stripper on the planet, and we just won the lottery. But it's been obvious the money has been decreasing. More and more members of the United States government have been calling for audits of this money, questioning why we keep sending it, what the end goal is. I think that it's we're reaching that point. Russia's been talking about how they want to go to the negotiation table, and Ukraine's been claiming they've been kind of, I don't know, getting cold feet, which I don't blame them. Uh, but I don't have a problem with them getting these Patriot missile defense systems. I At this point, I don't see Russia backing down. I don't know why people are constantly are like, Putin's gonna, Putin's gonna get embarrassed and he's gonna cower back to his blah blah blah. Russia has a history of throwing whoever they need to into the fire, 
sacrificing innocent Russians, innocent Ukrainians, innocent everybody to get what they want. Look at that list. Google the list of countries that that Russia has invaded, sovereign countries that Russia has invaded in the past hundred years. That speaks for itself. Anyway, hopefully the end is nigh. We're going to have to see. Not going to hold my breath, that's for damn sure. But yeah, Zelensky came away with a bunch of money, came away with Patriot Missile Defense Systems. And then about a week ago, there was a, a massively successful huge drone strike operation i think that involved 30 or 40 drone strikes killed like 60 russians um 100 america had something to do with that there's no goddamn way that 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 ukraine has all these drone strikes on their own that they know how to operate on their own i mean i'm not trying to I'm not trying to be rude or anything but they are the one i think one of if not the poorest country in the eu it's not a coincidence that this money, I mean, that, that that this operation happened just a week or two after meeting, after Zelensky met with the United States. But we'll see what happens. And, of course, I will continue to talk about it on this podcast. Next thing I wanted to talk about, this is an interesting story. This is a story that I started covering when the news first broke that this woman was going to be she was going to go to court. She was finally found, I believe, is a 97-year-old woman who was accused of working as a secretary to a concentration camp during the Holocaust, obviously. And she actually, the morning of, took a taxi to the train station, and then she left. And I didn't know that she was caught again until recently, but she was gone, obviously, for a couple for a couple years, I believe. The authorities were expecting that she went to France or she went to another country, which, I mean, can you blame her, really? If you, you're you 97 years old, you got a couple years left, and then you're being accused of or you're actually guilty of being a, a secretary, blah, blah, blah. I gave my thoughts on this back when it first happened, when the lady first escaped. and I under, And I understand both sides, obviously. I've talked about how... Difficult it is for me to sit back and sit here and criticize people who had no choice. I know everybody always has a choice, but when it comes, you have to understand and you have to really think about, you have to, you have to understand the entire context of what's going on during World War II. You can't, it's not like now. People, Americans, don't understand what true fascism, what true evil really is. You can go on a on a pocket-sized computer and tweet about how the President of the United States is a piece of shit, he's a fascist, he's fat, his tan is ugly, his wife's a whore, his son's autistic. You can say all these things. You can criticize the government. You can't do that under a dictator. You can't do that under a fascist regime. You definitely can't criticize Adolf Hitler. And you can't even stand up to Adolf Hitler or you're going to get killed. You can't disobey orders if you're a member of the military or your family gets killed. You get tortured. Your family gets tortured. Everybody that knows you gets tortured. People that aren't even related to you get tortured. You see this happen in North Korea. You can't even take a prop. You can't even take a poster home because it's a cool prop. 
your neighbors are going to get killed, even if they don't know anything. So I understand why there are people that believe that this lady should should be able to live the rest of her days free freely. Nothing will ever undo what happened during the Holocaust. Ever. You can sentence as many people as you want, and I know the German government is hell-bent on, on the race against, they're racing against time to convict and imprison and punish the few remaining people involved in the Holocaust, uh, the, the few remaining Nazis that are out there. There are only a couple, and, you know, like I said, they're hell-bent on getting those guys and trying to bring them to justice, but at the end of the day, it's been 80 years. It's been almost 80 years since, since the Holocaust ended, since World War II ended. And when it comes to someone like a sec- like the secretary, it's like, this. It was, it was a young girl. I, I don't even think she was an adult yet, legally. I think she was like 16 or 17 when she was the secretary at this concentration camp. What, what would you have this person do? What would you have them do during this time? I know you can fight back, but everybody who says, oh, I would never do this, I would never do that, um, you probably would. There's a high chance that I would. Because if it's my family versus your family, what the fuck? I'll point the gun. I'll make a march. Uh, it's, 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 it's a, such a tough, tough thing to think about and to consider when you actually consider all the options. Not that many people are brave in this world, especially in America. There are not a lot of brave people. A lot of people say that they would do things, but you never know what you're going to do until it actually happens, especially when it comes to violence. <clears throat> I, I can sit here and say I would jump in front of a bullet. I would do this. I would do that. <clears throat> There's no telling what you would do. It's impossible to say. And when it comes to this conversation, you know, it's hard. It's hard, especially coming from a long, long, long tradition, a long-standing history of family that was in the military, who, of course, never been in this situation, at least I hope, but I have family members who, they sign contracts, they're part of the military, they're owned by the United States government, they're United States government property, and when they tell you to do something, you do it. And it's not like in the United States, oh, we don't follow orders, we kill your family, but it did get to that point in World War II. So this is a tough one. I I I kind of lean towards the uh, let this lady live live out the rest of her days. If this was a Nazi guard, if this was Ivan the Terrible, if this was Goebbels, if this was one of the higher I would understand. This is a secretary. This is a secretary who if she was given a chance to 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 run this back knowing what she knew, she probably wouldn't have done this if she had the choice. But of course, these people were not given a choice. And I don't want to hear from the people that... I know anti-Semitism and, and Nazis and Jews and blah, blah, blah are really hot right now. The topic is hot. Thank you, Kanye. <laughs> I don't want to hear... I don't want to get lectured by people who are doing, who during the pandemic were throwing strangers and neighbors, friends, and family under the bus for not being vaccinated and not wearing face diapers. 
I don't want to get lectured by them talking about Nazis and talking about doing what's right and talking about betraying your neighbors and community and all this bullshit. The same people that are talking the loudest about that don't consider full context. They're spineless cowards and they would throw their friends and their family under the bus for a fucking cheeseburger like in New York for some fries or for some money. Kanye West said, uh, hundred grand will make your best friends turn to ops. It's fucking true. You don't need a hundred grand. You need a thousand. You need $500 and most people will fucking turn in their sister. Anyway, I think this lady should go free and live the rest of her lives out, life out free. What is putting a 97-year-old woman behind bars going to do besides make a few people feel good about themselves? I, I, I don't see much. I don't see much good coming from this at all, honestly. The last thing I want to talk about, most likely, is uh, Kevin McCarthy finally becoming the, the, the House Majority Leader, the the Speaker of the House, I believe, is also the title. So, after 15 votes, after four, yeah, after 15 votes, 14 votes went through. Kevin McCarthy finally became the the Speaker of the House, and I don't give a shit. Actually, I don't know enough to give a shit right now, but I never gave a shit leading up to this because the way that I saw it was just a bunch of pussies, a bunch of hardline rhinos and a bunch of scumbag pro-war democrats throwing mud at each other throwing poop at each other the arguing fighting one one dude trying to attack matt gates because he kept on not voting for kevin mccarthy all these people are just fighting over who's going to be the prime thief of the american people and the inside trader number one i don't give a shit I don't give a shit about the Speaker of the House. I never give a shit. Because at the end of the day, there's going to be... This is just delaying the inevitable, which is more civil unrest, more unhappiness, more mistrust in the government, more mistrust in politicians, and probably there's going to be a couple government shutdowns coming up and defaults. And I don't give a shit. I don't fucking care. I wish the government would shut down forever. That would be nice. Most of the government could shut down and I wouldn't give a shit. I, <laughs> I, obviously I'm being dramatic, but Kevin McCarthy is weak. Kevin McCarthy's weak. I doubt, I seriously doubt his ability to be able to stand up to Joe Biden and be able to stop the things that he makes, he, he makes promises on. He talks about, I'm going to fight the woke. I'm going to fight this. I'm going to fight that. Immigration is the number one, is a great, is a big issue. Yeah, we know, we know. And not a fucking thing has been done about it. Not a fucking thing has been done to address it. All anybody does is bust people. I mean, at the state at the state level, we've seen some some fun things going on, like busing the migrants to New York City and busing them to all the Nancy Pelosi's house in in San Francisco, or whatever. But nothing at, on a bigger scale has actually been done by anybody in this administration, at least. So. I'm not worried about this guy. I mean, I'm, I'm worried about this guy, but I don't care about him. I'm going to look into him more, going to do more research and probably give a full-fledged opinion piece on it in the next episode, but I really could care less. Uh, this guy was, was going to be the, the speaker a long time ago because the World Economic Forum had already chosen him and listed him. And hilariously, 
the AP put out a pathetic fact check and they like really patted themselves on the back because at the bottom they're like, oh, this is a part of our campaign to fight misinformation. And we're like totally doing it. Uh, they put out this pathetic fact check saying, um, they make pages for everyone who goes to the World Economic Forum. They also, also the World Economic Forum fact check. This is the truth. Um, the World Economic Forum does not choose the, the House Speaker. It's actually voted on by blah, 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 blah. They're trying to explain the process, not giving an explanation for, okay, yes, they make pages for everyone who goes to the w, the WF meetings. They didn't explain why he had a, why his page said that he is the Speaker of the House. The AP is a bunch of pathetic pieces of shit. I what, what, what's AP stand for? Associate Pathetic? <laughs> Associate Press? Fuck the AP. These, these fact check shit, these fact check shits are fucking unbelievable. They're really, they're so bad. Anyway, Kevin McCarthy, House Speaker, who gives a shit? Go fuck yourself. I was going to talk about Prince Harry and the fact that he's a cuck. He talked about how he lost his virginity behind a bar and how he was a bigot before he met his wife, blah, blah, blah. Yes, the number one colonizers of human history probably are a little racist. Meghan Markle's not going to change that. Meghan Markle's just one of those attention... She's like, she's like a cleaned-up Cardi B. She just likes attention. She just likes clout. She likes dangling her hoops and, being, and having people say, Yas, queen, to her. I don't care about the royal family. I'm sick and tired of seeing these weirdos. This inbred cuck gave up everything for a woman. For for one woman. He gave up everything, almost everything, for one woman. Traveled back to the United States just to complain about how we have too much freedom in the United States. And then now he just constantly, constantly talks about racism and bigotry and blah, blah, blah. Yes, the crown, the number one colonizers, were probably a little racist. Yeah, I don't deny that. And I also don't deny that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle give two shits and that they're actually trying to change anything. So I don't care about the royal family. People can continue drooling about them. To each their own, I guess. That's going to wrap up this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I hope you had a good 2022. And I hope 2023 is even better. I'm really excited about the future. The future of this podcast. The future of... You know, really everything. Everything is bright. The future is bright. World is beautiful. Go outside, get some sunlight. Enjoy the weather um, if you're not frozen to death. Uh, weirdly enough, here in in Germany, it's it's been warm. It's been in the 50s. Uh, the last weekend before I went to the airport, it was in the 60, it was 60 degrees. So enjoy the weather if you can. Enjoy time with your family. And get up and do something. You know that thing you've been talking about you want to do? That hobby you want to take up? That book you want to read? That book you want to write? That drawing you want to do? That, you know, that scarf you want to sew? Get up and do it. Stop waiting for something. I have this thing where I tend to be like, all right, I'm going to wait till this. The time's got to be right. I got to have more time. I got to do this. If you care about it enough, you will make time for it. And just stop waiting for things. Stop waiting for points. Stop waiting for New Year's Eve to start losing weight or eating better or stop smoking or working out. Do it now. Do it yesterday. And that's all. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Catch you guys on the next one. 
Soon as my merch goes up, I will be posting it, spamming it across social media until I get my account suspended. <laughs> and I hope you guys stay safe. As always, stay away from those crazies out there. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you.